Hey everyone, welcome back to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. I am Mark. That is Ryan. Uh, Hello, Ryan. Let's uh, big, uh, a big, huge movie that a lot of lot of people have been looking forward to um, opens Friday, which will probably be today when I release this. <laughs> um, I wrote my review. You wrote your review. Yeah. Um, so people can actually link to that on our website as well. Uh, Fast X. The tenth main franchise installment of the Fast and the Furious. Wow, there's a lot going on, um, or at least there's a lot of people going on. Yeah. Uh, look, if if people have read our reviews, they kind of understand it. If they're fans of the franchise, they kind of, I think, know what they're getting into. Um, what? I think you like this franchise more than I do. Oh, I don't that know. does not make you with that. I'm not saying you're a fast <laughs> stan. Uh, I, I think you've actually seen them all, however. Yeah. And I think yeah. I'm one or two films short. Um, so, like, uh, Fate of the Furious, actually, I know I have not watched. The, okay. the submarine movie, have not watched. Um, never. And, I, and I've never actually watched all of Tokyo Drift. I, I've seen pieces of it, but I've never actually watched it. And I'm sure I, I, I think I saw the rest when we were talking about uh, Fast Nine or whatever, yeah. whatever the hell it was called. Um, so uh, a lot of cars, <laughs> a lot yeah, of flashbacks, well, a lot of retcons. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. This one, this one. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the franchise started out as one thing, which was it was about street racing. Yes, and then and boosting DVD players. Yeah, and, let's and, not and, forget that that's how long we've been watching these movies. And then at some point they decided they wanted to be Mission Impossible, um, and uh, but but not Mission Impossible like Tom Cruise's version, but like the what? I, I it's don't the it's the triple X version. Yes, it, exactly. It's 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 the Vin Diesel version. You know, um, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but the, like there's where in Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise tries to make things as realistic as possible while still having a heightened reality. None of that is they, they don't even bother trying to to you know factor in anything that's real uh, in the, the the fast saga. Reality's um, reality's just an illusion, man. Well, it's just an inconvenient thing because, and that's fine. Um, that this would not be the first franchise to just do stuff because it, it's cool, it, which is kind of what they do. They just mm-hmm. they they said, okay, what's cool? What would be cool here? How big can we get that explosion? You know, uh, how can we heighten the tension? How can we make a villain that's more flamboyant than any other flamboyant villain? How can we, you know, I mean, it's yep. it's it's about it's a, about extremes, and it, and and I think the, the problem with that they've run into is once you've gone to outer space, what do you do? Yeah. Um, and so why, whereas I would say at least from five on up, there was this trajectory of getting just crazier and crazier and crazier and, and like further and further away from reality. You know, they, they really have nowhere else to go at this point, unless they want to do an entire, uh, you know, film up in outer space. Right. Um, so this one in, in a way, I don't want to say it's it's more realistic than the last film because that's certainly not the case. Um, 
I, I do think it's important to note that, that this is only half of the story, though. It might um, only be a third. Didn't we hear well, rumblings it, that it might be a, a trilogy to finish off? It, it could be. But but I and that's another thing we don't know. But but they're obviously not marketing this, and it's very much like what Dune did. Mm. They don't want you to go in thinking I'm only going to get half of a movie. But folks, uh, like it or not, you're only getting half of a movie. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 part of the, the you know it's two hours long. You have 18 people on the poster. Mm, um, that seems right. And there are inevitably. And there, there are people, and there are appearances that aren't on the poster. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, there's there's so much going on that I think that the if if you haven't been following um, the films, that there are relationships that you're just not going to understand. Yeah. Now, to their credit, or maybe to their detriment, I'm not exactly sure. They've decided to go back and build off of Fast Five, which is probably my favorite film of, of the, the franchise. Um, and in doing so, they've recycled uh, a bunch of footage. And then Dan Brown, um, which is essentially, you know, finding the gaps in where that footage is and inserting story elements. Yeah. That they, they can. So essentially, this is a revenge uh, drama thriller uh, that is built off of Fast Five. Um, you have uh, Jason Momoa plays Dante, the son of uh, the the villain in that film, and of course that villain died, and so Dante's upset about that. Not that that was in there at the time, but they found the room to go and kind of squeeze it in, yep. um, and and shoot new scenes to go along with. I, I think it's old footage. It looks like the old footage. I don't think they reshot the chase scene. No, the that's they, scene. they they recycled all of that and yeah. then dropped in and then dropped in these little moments in between. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, is it cheating? No, not really. Is it, is it like, I mean, I, I we can't really complain too much about the, uh, lots of films do it. Lots of, you know, star Wars has been doing it for what a decade now, mm-hmm. at least 15 years now. So it, it's not like, Oh my gosh, they're so lazy and you know, whatever, it, but it, it is a little, uh, you know the shoehorning in of of uh, the plot. It, it does kind of make you wonder if we'll have you run out of ideas because, to a certain extent, I think Fast and the Furious could do whatever they wanted um, uh, for at least a couple films without really taking a hit at the box office. Yeah. Um, that you know, I mean, they could they could do literally whatever they they could make it about racing submarines at this point right and even if it even if it wasn't that great it would make a lot of money yeah and there's still enough goodwill associated with the franchise that that i think they you know it would be fine and people would still come back for the next one um so you know it's kind of i don't i mean it's let's just say the fast and furious films have never been overly complex uh and, and so it's kind of funny that what makes this one particularly complex is because you just have so many people um, in in a franchise that will not let anyone die or will not let anyone go away forever. Right. It's uh, well, it's at, it's weird, and and I hate this comparison, but it's very Infinity War slash Endgame. Well, it is in but terms almost, of construction. Yeah, but it's almost even worse than worse than that because 
Well, the way that this one's structured, I don't know what the next, how the next one's going to be structured. But when you have, uh, you know, characters who literally appear for what would be a glorified cameo, um, and yet they're on the poster or they're, you know, and it's hinted that they're maybe going to play a bigger part in part two or three or whatever. I mean, it, and the honest truth of the matter is, is, is Vin Diesel going to let anyone else have the spotlight long enough for those other narratives to happen? And, and, and I know that sounds like I'm picking on Vin, but, he, you know, he's been in every movie except for one. It's sort of his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if Paul Walker was still alive, you could argue that it's Paul's thing. Um, or, you know, but, you know, it's Vin Diesel's party, and he just can't say no to inviting everybody everybody yeah everybody um, so yeah do you ever so want to be in a fast and furious film you're in you're in but you're also in for a life because yeah. family is life family man. is life uh anyway yeah it's so yeah i was you mentioned paul walker and you mentioned other people's character arcs let's talk about other people's character storylines <laughs> for a second because this movie starts with some, I was talking to someone, and they're like, why are we worried about Tyrese Gibson, Ro, his Roman, yeah. running the job at the beginning? Why are we trying to make him into a leader, you know, blah blah Because this whole, the, 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 the revenge plot kicks off with Roman leading what should be a simple mission in Rome. That turns but out to be a trap. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's an Admiral Akbar. So, yeah. um, but... I, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, you're right. I, but, but then there's a whole sequence later on the plane between him and Ludacris. Yeah. Um, where Ludacris basically gives him a leadership pep talk. Um, and I was, and, and, and I realized that when I was talking to whoever this was that was talking about that, I was like, you know, I said, you know what that means in part two, everything is going to come down to Roman having to yeah. come up with a plan and make everyone do what he tells them to do. Yeah. To save Dom, of course. Um, or there's one other alternate path. Or they're trying to set up a spinoff. Yeah. I mean, that's always an option. When you have 30 characters, <laughs> it, spinoffs yeah. are always an option. I mean, we've already had one in Hobbs and yeah. Shaw. So, yeah, yeah I, they, they, you know, they could be. But they've got a lot. La- they've got to firmly launch that out of this franchise, which means it has to come back in the next film. Yeah, and 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 that's logical. But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us. Uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast. Same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. But I, I, I and therefore remind, not necessarily yes, probable. Yes. No, I, 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 there, I know where you're going. <laughs> there, there, there is. Just because it makes sense doesn't mean. Yes, because Fast and the Furious, uh, the whole saga has operated on, again, it's what's cool. Right. And so what's cool 
now because I don't I don't know that I mean I'm I'm assuming the next part part has been written I don't think it's shot it may be I, some of it may have been but th there's nothing to say that halfway through you know one of the power players decides eh no let's go in this other direction right so I I mean it's I, I don't know that there's I don't believe that at any point there has actually been a master plan about where this franchise is going no. I think I think they've literally made everything up as they go along. Yes. And while that 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 that's not necessarily a bad thing because you you could to a certain extent actually say that about John Wick, um, because John Wick was supposed to be one film and then it was successful. So okay, well, what's an idea for the second? Oh, that's successful. Okay, well, okay, a third. What are we going to do with a third? Yeah. So it's not like this is completely unheard of or necessarily uh, a, a bad thing. Um, but at least with John Wick, it, it felt like there was, I guess, uh, you know, an area that they were working in. There were, there were walls and there was a ceiling and there was, you know, the, it was, there was a space that they were working in and they were going to stay in that space. Yeah. Whereas Fast and Furious, there are no walls. There is no, you know, anything goes, absolute anything goes. Yep. Um, and if, and if they can make it catch on fire we'll get two of those. Right. Right. Um, and, and again, is that a bad thing? Um, you know, I, I think as, as critics, um, we, we struggle because when we go to a movie, a lot of times we're looking for, you know, one of, we want four things. We want, you know, it to be well-written, well-shot, well-acted and, you know, and, and to, to be a, a good story. Whereas, a lot of people will go to a movie and they have one criteria. I want to be entertained. Yep. And um, there's nothing and, wrong with that. No. And there's nothing wrong. And in fact, I, I wish at times that I was able to just, just go with yeah. one, just be entertained. And there are, there are definitely films where that is the case that I, I like films that I am more than happy to admit are not that well-written. Or, or the acting's not that great, or you know, there's an aspect of it where it's not good, and I still like it, love it, you know, obsess over it. So, you know, I think that that's, you know, people talk about the divide between critics and uh, audiences, and, you know, and, and I think that it's it's unfair to both sides in the sense that, well, yes, critics tend to be harder on films because that's what we're supposed to do. It's in the fans name. Are, it's fans are supposed to be fans, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so if you like fast and the furious, um, you're going to like this movie. Yes. Now, if you start trying to tell me that the acting's great or that, um, the, the story is smart <laughs> or, you know, I mean, uh, there are a lot of things that I would, I would call you out on, but if you want to say, no, I went, I like watching stuff blow up. I like watching, you know, race cars, fist fights, craziness. Yep. If that's what you're into, yeah, it, it delivers all of that. It's it, it, it absolutely. But you know, does it deliver a coherent story? Well, not yet, really. <laughs> right. Does it? You know, I mean, again, some of the acting in it is not good. Uh, a, I I a lot of the acting is not good, and I and I and I I, I kind of hated to point it out the, that I, I honestly thought. With as and I hated to say it, with as much abuse as Brie Larson has caught since she joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe, her performance was just so 
flat but, and bland and wooden but that she not can act completely her fault yeah, no the, the, think, but yeah. the across the board the script is not good yeah well, one there's there is one above average performance in this movie and it is jason momoa okay i was like who are we going for we well, are going okay. for jason momoa yes and and well and and even that you could debate um, the thing that I think that people will either like or hate about Jason's performance is the fact that he is doing something different. Yes. Um, and, and is different necessarily good? Well, not always. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't know exactly what he was going for in this, but uh, he is a different, different kind of villain, particularly in the Fast and the Furious world. He, it's a villain that we've we've seen in other. Well, not not at this, this level. Maybe not this level, but I mean, it it, it, it it's more of a. You know, it, it, let, let's put it this way: Fast and the Furious is pretty macho. I yes. mean, it's testosterone. Even I mean, everything ends in a fist fight, even with the women. I mean, that's yeah. Everyone hates somebody at some point. They got to duke it out to be friends. Um, you know, enemies. You know, got it. It's it's like. Animals fighting in the forest, uh, disrespecting each other until they realize that they're equals or so. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just and and Jason Momoa is bringing, uh, I guess, a flamboyant femininity. I I I called him. I called him flam a flamboyantly queer psychopathic villain. Yeah, and I don't I don't know that he's specifically queer. Um, I, I think you, that may or may not be, but the the, the rest one hundred percent. I mean, this this is a guy who has, uh, uh, what a manicure party with corpses. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, what the hell, man? Anyway, um, but is that a bad thing? No, I mean, probably not. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, the franchise can use a little flavor here and there, and if if that's you know, I I think they're going to be people who hate his performance. I think there's going to be people who read into his performance. Uh, in ways that maybe they don't intend, you know, there's going to be a criticism, uh, celebration. There's going to be everything. I just, but, I just realized that the easy, probably the most accurate comparison, okay. Buffalo Bill from yes. Silence of the Lambs, to to a great, yeah, yeah, but not, but, but except way more active, furious. Yeah, well, and he's set in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah there so, you go. Again, if Buffalo Bill was set in the Fast and the Furious, that's who we have. You know, he would, he would, because he, you know, it's. I mean, because there's, there's certainly the kind of. I mean, I, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of the Joker in there. I think there's, there's, there's a little other, bit of the Joker you know, in there. Just the, there's stuff that we've seen, um, maybe not as that exactly, but um, you know, it's not unprecedented, but it is. It's different in this package. It's unprecedented. Well, yes, exactly. And so, I don't know. I, I hope I I didn't necessarily. I don't. I I guess with these this film, I'm not worrying so much about like detail. I know that sounds weird, but like I don't need to know everything about the character. No, he just need and, and I don't know that anybody knows everything about them. Maybe the actors do, but right. You know, and, in their head, their their personal headcanon. Yeah, when they're on screen, that's all that they like. These characters only exist when they're on screen. Yep. Um, and 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 is that great writing? No, not particularly. But that's there are so many of them that it's not like during the middle of the movie you're thinking, you know what? I wonder what so and so is doing. 
I wonder if they're like taking a bath or brushing their teeth right now. I wonder what their daily life is because it doesn't matter. Um, no. None of that. I mean, it, it may be about family and about gathering around the table, but it's certainly not about them sitting down to play board games together or, you know, if they're not having a beer and, and toasting each other and saying how great family is and cooking, you know, I mean, yep. it's just, it, it, there's no point um, in this universe for that stuff. Um, and I think there are a couple moments in this film where, uh, you know, we, we have father and son moments. Yeah. Um, I wish I could tell you that those moments worked really well. They don't. No. Um, they feel really forced. Um, and part of that is the writing. Part of that is the limitations of the actors. Part of that is just the, the limitations that the, that the film puts yeah. on. Uh, you know, we're here to see that you blow up stuff. Um, so how do you work in, you know, family stories, really? Right. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Yeah. Let, well, let's talk about the, the other issue in this movie. And it's <laughs> the same issue they had last time. At the end of Fast Furious 7, whatever it was. 9, 12. Uh, no. What, Paul Walker dies. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Um, and they end the movie and they find a way to end the movie. Where they, he walks into the sunset. Where he, yeah, he drives off into the sunset, and it's a beautiful moment, and everybody cries. Then they, they, they have to make more. So we're now on our third post-Paul Walker movie. But he's still alive. So yes. what we have is this huge narrative speed bump in in all three movies where they continually have to deal with the fact that he's not there. But his wife, Dom's sister, is. Yes. Um, yes. And they, they, so, so in many ways, here, so, and, and so here's the thing. They, they could have let it go. They could have done one movie after. But they're, they're, they've actually now, well, like, when Chaz, Chadwick Boseman died, Marvel had to figure out what they were going to do with the Black Panther sequel. They yeah. knew they were going to do one, but they had options. They chose an option. Think of that what you will. Fast and Furious refused to make a decision. And so now they are still dealing with their inability to decide how to handle the Paul Walker issue. Sure. And, and, but I think that this is, I, I, you know, I mean, Fast and Furious is literally a franchise that doesn't like to kill off its people. Uh, I know. But in this one die. case... I know, but you know, but they're obviously incapable of, you know, almost incapable of doing that, and the, and it's proven to be it is a sticky point because it's like it's all about family, but where's that one guy? Yeah, he's on the way. <laughs> now they've hinted they've hinted at things in this one. Yeah, there's a couple of moments where things are hinted, but we'll see if they play out. Well, yeah, and if they take path that they've hinted at, how? is that going to go over? Yeah. Um, because anyway, um, yeah. Cause he's, you know, I mean, it's rough. Um, and, and, but you know, generally speaking, I don't think the fast and furious films are beholden to the films that have come before it's, to a, a little extent, maybe, but the relationships change so much. Yeah between the characters, you know, um, and, you know, that's a lot about what this film is, 
you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's right. sort of the, the, you know, the whole gist of where most of the story um, comes from yep. in, in this film. Um, I don't know. Just, I, I, I really don't want to overthink the movie any more than I already have because I don't think there's, it was intended to be overthought. <laughs> no. Um, I no 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 movie in this franchise is meant to be overthought. So uh, you know, if you like if you like the Fast and the Furious films, you know what you're in for. If you're cool with that, and if you're excited for that, go with it. Yep. There you go. That 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 that's what that's what you can take for for Fast Ten, not Fast X. Yeah, not the studio has made it clear it is Fast Ten. Axel Braun has probably already copyrighted Fast X. Uh, so there you go. Um, that's it for this week. Next week, we have a new Disney film that we will be talking about that families might be looking forward to. Um, and we will see how that goes. So stay tuned for that. We've got a couple of screenings next week, including a new horror movie. The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. The, yeah, the Boogeyman. Uh, so he's the king of all the other sub-boogeymen. And women. Uh, so we, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But apparently it's terrifying. I hope so. So, yeah, I hope so. I hope it is legitimately terrifying. I want to come out of the theater I, going, I, holy crap. I would love having a sleepless night over a movie. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be awesome. Let's do that. So there you go. Don't screw it up, people. So there you go. Um, so that's it. That's Fast 10. Next week we're going to be talking about some other stuff, and uh, so stay forward to that. You know, stay with us. Look forward to that. Uh, don't forget to like us. Follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast website vsmoviepodcast.com. You know how that works. Till next time, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. Uh, and we will talk to you all later. Bye bye. <laughs>